0: Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be.
1: This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, live and direct from the City of Angels, the city where, if the season were to end today, I do believe we would have two playoff teams in Major League Baseball, We've got two NFL teams, two soccer teams, two of everything. We're basically the Noah's Ark of uh, of sports, uh, and we will survive the floods. I don't know what's more remarkable. Uh, maybe uh, there's three different remarkable things. Uh, one, the Dodgers, who won yet again, put three on the board in the bottom of the ninth inning. Another come from behind win. Another win for the Dodgers. Feels like, um, feels like you remember in Aladdin? You watched the movie Aladdin? Another suitor for the princess. Remember that? That's what, it, another comeback win for the Dodgers. That's what it reminded me of last night. Uh, yet another win for the Angels. And look, the Angels stink. They're not good. They're playing good, but not good. This is a really hard one for people to understand. And it's a very hard thing to act, to to talk about, like, with your wife, right? Like I, And I don't know if this has ever not worked for you, but I can promise you it has not worked for me, even though it should work for me, right? To where your wife is having a bad day. My wife is a very sweet lady. I don't just say that because she listens. I say that because it's actually true. Uh, We've been together for 19 years, married for 17 years. But she, like anybody, can have bad days. Combine bad days with things that I do that tick her off that kind of and three kids. If we all act in a way in which uh, could upset her and she's having a bad day, I will say like you are acting like a wench, you know, would be the right. And she's like, you're calling me a wench. That's not what I said, sweetheart, darling. I'm saying you're acting like a wench, which means you're normally the opposite of that or normally far from that. Just your actions today, and i sure words, your actions today are wench-like, right? It doesn't work for me, but it should work for me. So the Angels are a, not a good baseball team. Tons of injuries over the past two years. They're starting rotation. And yet, they're playing like a good baseball team, right? It's like somebody who's not nice who's acting super nice. You're like that guy's cool. He's not normally cool, but for whatever reason in the, the context, of it, he's really cool. That they, somehow they're winning. I don't. What's more remarkable: the Angels being a wildcard team as of now, the Dodgers 51 games over 500, all the comeback wins without Adrian Gonzalez and uh, Clayton Kershaw as of now, or the fact that neither of them are really talkable topics nationally. I'm going to go with number three. That's because I want to talk about LeBron James. The silence is, in fact, deafening. Now, Chris Broussard is going to join us upcoming. Uh, Broussard, of course, you may have heard him on Colin Cowherd's radio show a couple of hours ago. You'll see him across on Fox Sports 1 and the weekends. You can hear him on Fox Sports Radio. Chris is great. He's got opinions. And, of course, he has sources within the NBA. And the story comes out that LeBron may or may not have sat down with Kyrie Irving, like sat down. Were they at the same club and they both sat down? Yes. Was it a sit down meeting where you got together at like an Italian restaurant? And There's a guy in the middle who goes, hey, sit down. You sit down. You guys work it out. That didn't happen. They may have been in the same place at the same time and may have been able to coexist. Does that mean Kyrie's staying? Yesterday, we reacted to the news from Chris Sheridan long, long time. He has covered the NBA, who said he talked to an NBA source, said 100% LeBron is gone. And then followed up that tweet by saying any any reports of LeBron's guys uh, disavowing this tweet are disingenuous. We all know he's gone. I can tell you, based upon the people I know, the Lakers think they're getting him. Don't say they know they're getting him. They think they're getting him. And they continue to opine to Rich Paul, who's the best friend, the agent of LeBron James. And LeBron, of course, tweeted about uh, Magic Johnson. He tweeted about needing some pickup ball when he comes, talking about playing pickup ball when he comes home and referring to home as Southern California, not referring to home as Akron, Ohio. All of these things lead lead us to believe that there's where there's smoke, there may in fact be fire. But here's what I said earlier today on Colin's show, and here's what I believe. You ask somebody who's been dating a woman for more than six months, Is she the one, and he says, uh, I, don't know, "I don't know. We're just having a good time, right?" Then he knows. He knows that she's not the one. Right? Because if she's the one, you're like, yeah, she's the one. You're gonna get married? Yeah, eventually, like, you know, we just gotta I gotta get some things right in my life. I gotta get to where my job. She's gotta get to her job. We gotta figure out a couple of things. But yeah, because I mean, you know. And if you don't know, well then you do know. Right? You do know. Uh, John Ramos has been married longer than me, eighteen years. How long did you date your wife before you guys got married?
1: Uh, we started dating in
0: 1992. 92. You got married in 1999. That's seven right. years. But how long into it did you know? Uh, I would say the first year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah. So you're gonna get married? Like, no, no, not yet. Not 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 ready yet. Got to get other things in my life kind of situated. Got to grow, mature, evolve a little bit, right? But if you, somebody's to ask you within that first year, like she's the wife, like, yep. Yeah. And if you say don't know, you know. You just, <laughs> you, don't don't, know yeah. you just don't want to express like, nah, she ain't the one. But it's really cool. We got that we already kind of got past all of the different, you know, we've already been rounding the bases a while. And it's really hard to get past first and the best best second base. You know? Again, like, ah, just getting that point. Just, uh, we're fine. It's fine. It's fine. 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 That's the way it is with LeBron. If he was absolutely positively never leaving Cleveland again, wouldn't he just say, like, I'm never, I don't know why where this comes from. I'm not leaving Cleveland. It's my, my where I'm from, my home. This is what I came to do. These are the people I came to be with. This is more important than basketball. All the stuff he wrote in that article, but you don't hear any of that. The silence is in fact deafening coming from LeBron. He hasn't even offered up, I don't want to engage, just this silliness of it. Like, he hasn't even done the non-denial denial. He has done the, uh, my name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. You couple in all the different factors. Yesterday, we shared with you Rick Bucher's tweet. Rick Bucher, Bleacher Report, also has his own national radio show. said, hey, interesting note to remember. Uh, Dan Gilbert gave $750,000 to Donald Trump's inauguration. right? And look there are there are things that tell you I can no longer be in business with that person. And one of the reasons and is going to join us in moments, one of the reasons that Kyrie Irving's like look I'm done here is with all of the other things working, the big thing for Kyrie Irving was They thought about trading him last year when they won a championship. They offered him up in a trade this year after losing in the championship. And just like, you know, at some point, what am I doing? I am not valued enough by the people that are important. And if LeBron James is open to the possibility of trading me two years in a row, why am I even here? Why am I busting busting my nuts just to kind of impress this guy and play with this guy? in his team, in his regime, in his town, like, no, thank you. That's not any different than the woman who's at some point go like, wait, you talked to your friends about, you your lawyer about getting divorced twice over the past 12 months? I'm out. So I, I honestly and truthfully believe that Kyrie is gone because there was the there was the tipping point of twice you think about trading me before it's ever before uh, I asked asked to be traded, I'm out. LeBron's leaving; it's his town. I've never really been valued as uh, valued like they tell me. They haven't been valued me in their actions. Just like LeBron, with all the other stuff going on, I told you this yesterday. Look, I, I'm I've kind of become more apolitical than political with this thing just because you can't have a you can cease to have conversations with people if you say I'm a trump guy or I'm an anti-trump there's just people who like I, I come I completely agree with who was it um uh was it John Lynch right the the GM of the San Francisco 49 says it's just it's too divisive right that the protests are too divisive what he means is any of this political conversation has become way too divisive to which there is no opportunity for debate discussion, any of this. But I can tell you, you don't have to read his Twitter account, just follow him and you know where LeBron James sits. And if you want to know what led to LeBron James be like, dude, I'm done with playing for earning money for working for Dan Snyder. Isn't it at least Possible, and maybe even likely, that the straw that broke the camel's back is wait, wait, wait. After the election, one in which I made an appearance for Hillary Clinton, one to which I was as divisive as any uh, in in recent memory, you gave seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to the dude's uh, inauguration. I'm done. I'm out. And that's why I'm not saying anything because everyone knows what the answer is by saying nothing at all. Makes sense. Did I bring that around enough.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Chris Broussard joins us. Fox Sports. Uh, are you going to are you going to buy the fight?
2: Well, I'm watching it there I mean beyond if I ha- didn't have to for our job, I'm watching it just cuz I'm a boxing fan. Right. Um you watch bootleg? Like you said, wait, wait,
0: wait. You going to boot you going to watch bootleg or something? You're like, ah, no, "I'm no, watching no, it." No, it, it,
2: it's like you said. I mean, the question I, I'll be with a group of guys and everybody just like you said, will chip in 15 bucks, 10 bucks, depending on how many of us it is. Um so yeah, I will watch it. But I, I must confess, if I was by myself, I would pay the hundred yeah. dollars to watch it. Yeah. Do you think we're getting? you think we're in for a good fight? No.
0: No, I <laughs> a think, we're, gonna, I think we're I think dance. we're going to walk away the same way we always walk away from Floyd Mayweather fights. Like, damn it, he got me again.
2: Yeah, got me again! yeah. It's, right. it's like
0: <laughs> it, it's it's the he, like he's an incredible con man, right? He's just like I don't know. I, I haven't been training his heart. Like, his dad today was yeah. on Colin's show, like, he ain't even training that hard. He's not as quick as he used to be. He <laughs> used smaller gloves. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yes, you do. You know the answer to this. Guy's too good. He's fighting a yeah. guy who's not a boxer.
2: Yeah, that, that one thing that intrigues me, because I will say this, a lot of people are thinking McGregor's going to just attack him and, you know, make it a brawl and make him fight. That's not McGregor's style. I mean, he's a counter puncher. If you watch him in UFC, and so you got two counter counterpunchers, um, and if McGregor does get wild, like if he just starts swinging for the fences and all that, that's when I, I think he maybe could get knocked out. Yeah. Because, you know, like that's how Floyd knocked out Ricky Hatton. Um, you know, he hadn't forced the fight and started swinging and, and got caught with something he didn't see and the accumulation of it over some rounds, you know, led him to get knocked out or TKO. I could see that happening. It would be nice to see that happening because you're right. Like, the Pacquiao fight was the worst I've ever seen, and this could be very much like it.
0: Um, okay, so let's get to the, one of the main thrusts for having you on. Chris Broussard joining us. Chris Sheridan, who used to – we used to all be colleagues over at the other place – and uh, now yep. does his own thing. He's broken stories for for years. He said like his one of his sources said 100% locked deal. LeBron uh the relationship with the owner is so is so dysfunctional that they they cannot coexist. He's gone next year. What have you heard?
2: Well, I I've talked to you yeah, last night after this came out. Heard, you know, Chris does a good job. Um but the people I talked to very close to LeBron, uh a few people. They all shot this down completely. They said it's it's bogus, um, that there's no truth to it. Now, they're not guaranteeing that LeBron James is staying in Cleveland, but they're saying he is he is only focused on this season. And he, you know, he'll make his decision at the end of the year. What if they win the championship? You know, you never know what could happen. Nobody thought they'd win it two years ago and they did. So Um, And you look at LeBron's history, he tends to do this. I mean, he makes his decisions at the end of season. He's never ruined a season. You know, he's never, you know, even his last year in Cleveland uh, or Miami, he didn't, you know, go into the season with, you know, and talk about leaving and he plays out his contract. So I I think it's all premature. I'm not saying he's definitely staying. But I believe from talking to all these people close to him that he really hasn't made a decision yet. And he's keeping his options open. Again, even when he went back to Cleveland from Miami, remember, he signed a short-term deal. He's signing a series of short-term, one-year, one-plus-one type deals. So he wants to keep his options open. So I I don't think you can put any stock into him being 100% gone. Um, I, I just don't think that's true.
0: Mello, uh, he, KD, and others all play pickup ball together. It appeared on several people's Instagram, including Mello's Instagram. Um, w- why isn't Mello open to the idea of joining him in Cleveland? They've always talked about playing together. This is a, a possible opportunity. Why? Why isn't he open to Cleveland?
2: Yeah, that's a good question Um, because obviously right now he's talking about Houston. I think he should be open not only to Cleveland, but a few places. Why not Washington? I mean, that's his home area. Um, I think if if they could get him and keep Bradley Beal and John Wall, that'd be a nice team in the East. I think he'd be really good in Portland. I actually like that Portland team with Melo better than the Houston team with Melo just because I don't know how Mike D'Antoni would use those three guys together. Uh, in Houston, but as far as Cleveland, I mean, some could read into that that he thinks LeBron is gone. There, there are hints, you know, I talked on the herd today about how, you know, LeBron would not sign a long-term extension with Cleveland or, or, you know, agree to it. And that ended up killing a Kyrie Irving to Phoenix trade that would have got Cleveland, Eric Bledsoe and Paul George. Um, I think again, is LeBron keeping his options open? Others might say he's definitely out of there. So I get it. And, but I, I guarantee you, if LeBron is leaving Cleveland, he is not told mellow. Uh, and not that they're not buddies, but I just think that's not the way LeBron works. Remember Dwayne Wade, when did he know LeBron was leaving Miami?
0: When he was you know, already gone. Yeah,
2: so,
0: Wade Wade's likely to be bought out, right? That's what Chicago is allowing out there, that they're, they're going to engage yeah. on, on buyout talks. Safe to say, he goes there, or does he end up in Houston as well? Like where, where is Dwayne well, going? I,
2: I was talking to somebody last night about this, and I think there's a good chance he ends up in Cleveland. Uh, they, they, this is a person uh, associated with the Cavs who thinks he is They, they, he's, he feels good about their chances of getting him in Cleveland. Uh, excited about it. Look, if you're Dwayne Wade, I mean, obviously he's got three rings already. Unless he just wants to go and ride out in the sunset in Miami, why not go to Cleveland? He's not helping Houston go to the finals. Um, Cleveland, you're going to go to the finals. And, look, he's older. I, I'm not saying he's not putting them over the top against Golden State. But that would be interesting. I mean, you talk about a team with some names on it, older, damaged, beat-up names. It and wade But it would be fun, and I'd like to see it. I think there's a good chance of it happening.
0: Chris Broussard joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show. All right. What about Kyrie? Where are we with the Kyrie thing? There was talk about trading to the Knicks, but the Knicks aren't coming off of Perzingis. Like that's, no, that, no. that's, that's not happening. There's been talk of of the Celtics. There's been talk of Phoenix. That's really, as you shared earlier today, like, look, he's only come up with his trade demand after he found out that he might be traded by Cleveland. All right, yep. fine. You want to leave me, you know, forget the, forget the uh, I'm fired. I quit that, 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 yep. that, that sort of thing. Uh, where do you think ultimately he plays next season?
2: I right, man, it's a great question. Now, there, obviously, there's teams that that love Kyrie. Everybody knows how well he plays. There are some executives I've talked to who feel like this is this shows that he really isn't doesn't care about winning. It's more about you know doing his thing and getting his numbers and all that. But most of the guys I've talked to still love his game and and would love to have him. Uh, putting together a package where you can get him is another question. Now, Dan Gilbert wants a name in return. He wants some type of sexy name that's going to help him win the press conference. Uh, really like a point guard or a guard of of, of Kyrie's stature. Um, I, You know, the most probable, I think, still is Phoenix. Um, they've got Bledsoe. They can give up. You know, do they come off Josh Jackson? Um, I think that's what it's going to take at the end of the day. Robert Sarver does want Kyrie. Um, You know, the front office obviously has a little hesitation because they don't want to give up the young kid and stuff. But, you know, you have a backcourt of Kyrie Irving and Devin Booker. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So um, I I think if I had to pick a team, I would probably put Phoenix in front. But at this point, I don't believe anything's close. And I would not be surprised, and there's a part of me that wants to lean toward him starting the season in Cleveland. And I'll say this, I've been told that Kyrie and LeBron have not, you know, met. I know there was a report that they, they met. i have told they have not. But LeBron's attitude, if, if Kyrie shows up at training camp in Cleveland, I'm told LeBron's attitude will be, hey, let's throw up the ball and let's play. You know, you don't get along with every coworker that you have. Whether we were at the old network, whether we were at, five, you know, you just have disagreements with people, with different personalities. But I'm told that they will be a, that LeBron will be open to working it out and playing together and doing what they can do. So, yeah, I, I don't think we can rule out that possibility either.
0: Yeah, I know you hate everybody you work with. I mean, I just and you've been <laughs> able to you've been able to to to, to succeed. La- la- last thing, uh, Chris Broussard <laughs> joining us. Uh, last thing is this. Uh, in addition to the Sheridan tweet, there was an interesting tweet from Rick Buecher, who who tweeted out that keep in mind Dan Gilbert donated seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to the Trump inauguration. Now th- this comes on the back of a crazy weekend in politics, yeah. and, and with the Charlottesville, with, with everything that happened in Charlottesville, and 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 the tweets that have come out of LeBron James's Twitter account since. Um, is it is it is it logical to think? Among the things that LeBron James has reached a breaking point with, he can't work for a guy who supports Donald Trump?
2: I asked some of LeBron's guys that last night, and they said no. They said, first of all, uh, according to them, I, I mean, Gilbert supported Hillary Clinton um, earlier. Um, and then with Trump being, you know, president or when, So he's when like he, he's like know. just he's like
0: Justin Bieber he switched hats and went into the yeah, winning locker room. yeah
2: exactly and so and look LeBron's smart enough to know I'm sure a lot of a lot of the owners probably voted for Trump now did they donate that type of money? I don't know but um, LeBron and his guys are are very astute businessmen and they understand that you know you work with different types of people and everybody's not gonna necessarily agree with you on everything. And his relationship with Gilbert, um, it is, what I'm told, it's a cordial business relationship. They're not pals, they're not buddies, but it's a business relationship. And let's face it, Dan Gilbert can't do, most likely can't do (laughs) or say anything worse than he did when LeBron first left Cleveland. And yet LeBron James still went back. Even though Dan Gilbert has always couched it like, yeah, we both were wrong. He apologized. I apologize. I mean, it's kind of like Donald Trump, you know, both sides had, you know, were wrong. No, Dan Gilbert was more wrong for the way he talked about LeBron James. And LeBron James still went back there. So LeBron is a smart businessman. And I don't think, now I'm sure he doesn't like, you know, that, that support goes to Trump. But I don't think that's a factor at all. Um, I, I just think it'll be other things that if LeBron leaves, it won't be because of Gilbert's support of Trump.
0: That's the voice of Chris Broussard. You can hear him on the weekend on Fox Sports Radio. Follow him on Twitter. See him on Fox Sports One. CB, thanks so much for joining us. All
1: right, Doug. See you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app.
0: You have to disassociate yourself from the market in which you live. Like, uh, when at my previous place of employment, I was in New York. I wasn't on in New York. So, you know, I can't do I can't talk about the Yankees every thinking day in the Rangers because nobody cares. But I do think the Dodgers story is kind of being undersold a little bit. Don't you? I mean, don't you? They won 30 of their last 34 home games. They started out the year, started out the year, 21 and 18. They are currently 51 games over 500, and they don't have their best pitcher Clayton Kershaw, and they don't have their most consistent offensive weapon in Adrian Gonzalez. Currently, like that's that's crazy stuff. That's insane. They won their what was it 38th comeback win last night with three runs, culminating Yasil Puig with a uh with a game winning walk off double last night and again i don't want to make this i'm not even a dodger fan i'm an angel fan i think it's incredible somehow that they're in the wild card hunt their team stinks and they're in the wild card hunt and like that's a special story but it's interesting to me like when the whatever nfl team doesn't has the last to have a loss over there could they be undefeated and you know, Mercury Morris—they're not driving around our neighborhood yet. Like Mercury Morris is a big thing, and the 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 Patriots got all the love. And I understand like sixteen and zero is bigger than fifty one games over five hundred for but it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. But like, look, when the when the they're going after one hundred sixteen wins, that's the all time record. And when the Warriors won seventy three, like that's all we talked about, and nobody. And again, I'm not trying to make you, I can't try and make you care about something you don't care about. But isn't it at least weird that I can't, you can't really get anybody to care about it? And I know there's the, what is it called? When you have a, when you have something in your mind and you think it to be true and it ultimately comes to be true. What is that called? Uh, I'll think of it. Probably I'll think of it as soon as we turn the off. (laughs) What were you going to say? It's not a, not a premonition. No, it's like um, oh, what is it called? when you just when you think about you think something's going to be a negative and then it comes to a it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy, right? That's what it really it becomes. Self, you're like, I know nobody's going to care about it, so I'm going to talk about it, nobody's going to care about it. people. Are like, you know what? I don't care about. It. You're like, see, told you. But it's weird. Maybe it's because the Dodgers haven't won and they've been in the playoffs several times recently. Maybe it's because it's L.A. and I think perception is LA sports fan doesn't care. They can draw 4 million plus people again at Dodger stadium. Like they don't care, but they kind of keep showing up, which kind of feels like you care. They're 85 and 34. Okay. Remember, do the math on that 21 and 18 to 85 and 54. How does that work out? 21, 85 minus 21. Oh my God. 64. Right. And then 34 and 18. Wait a second. That's 18. That's six. Holy how it's craziness craziness so i can't make you care about it maybe they have to somehow win a world series or have to get to that 116 win level to where you take it seriously and i'm trying to disassociate myself from the market in which i broadcast from though don't broadcast in pony contention um but i do think this story is being underplayed nationally and instead, we're talking about dudes protesting or not protesting, so maybe they are protesting.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Kevin Rand is quoted in a uh, a recently released a, a released article in which Chris Haynes interviewed him. Chris Haynes uh, asked if KD will visit Donald Trump at the White House. Nah, I won't do that. I don't respect who's in office right now. I don't agree with what he agrees with, so my voice is going to be heard by not doing that. That's just me personally, but if I know my guys well enough, they'll all agree with me. That's the end sentence to me that really, really strikes a chord of negativity that's not needed. Quote, I just want to sit back and analyze everything and gather my thoughts. I want to say something immediately, but I definitely want my voice to uh, want to be the voice of where I came from, the people who have come from my neighborhood and deal with oppression. I'm representing a lot of people as far as what's going on in the country. For one, as an athlete, you have to commend Colin Kaepernick, LeBron James, CP3, Dwayne Wade, for starting a conversation last year. Russell Westbrook also said something in his speech. A lot of guys with platforms have Uh, have drove conversations in a good direction, and what's going on in Charlottesville is unfathomable. Uh, A white supremacist rally protesting the removal of a Robert E. Lee statue was organized in Charlottesville last week. Of course, Heather Heyer, 32, was uh, tragically killed uh, when a car driven allegedly by James Alex Fields Jr. plowed into a crowd of of protesters, of anti-protester protesters. By now, I think you know the story. Um, I feel like, uh, Durant asked as he played, if Trump has played a role in the escalation of racial tensions in America and the public rise of white supremacists, he's definitely driving, dri- uh, driving it. I feel ever since he got into office or ever since he ran for presidency, our country has been divided and it's not a coincidence. When Barack Obama was in office, things were looking up. We had so much hope in our community back where I came from because we had a black president. That was our first. So to see where we are now, it just felt like we took a turn for the worst, man. And it all comes from who's who's in the administration. It comes from the top. Leadership trickles down to the rest of us. Uh, There's some really smart comments in it, and I'm not going to read every single one of them. But I'm actually really bothered by this. He said he's not going to the White House. Totally his right. But he said, that's just me personally. But if I know my guys well enough, they'll all agree with me. This, to me, is inherently part of the problem. This is where people will say the left has gone right, right? The, the left, um, and if you want to label liberals, have often said to themselves, look, we are the party of acceptance. Right? Give me your tired, your weak, your poor, your wretched masses, gay, straight, black, white, mixed race, Mexican, Asian, don't care. Right, We are the party of everybody. They are the exclusive club. The right is seen as white, wealthy, Republicans, right? Store owners versus store workers. That's what it's seen as. That's the that's the divide and there is some some reality to that perception, but not all. Especially the part where the left is open. Right? The same thing that you are that you could conclude right-wingers were guilty of, which is being closed-minded towards gays and lesbians towards people of other races and other cultures. Isn't that kind of what Kevin Durant just said? That's just me personally, but if I know my guys well enough, they're with me. In other words, if you don't do what I do, then we don't think alike. And I don't understand you. Traveling for college hoops this year, pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just
1: Let's go places.